Bubbles and bitches. This is Brandy and Darnell. Okay, so we have a banger, oh my gosh. wanger for you today. <laughs> <laughs> we were just talking we about have... Randy's wanger, <laughs> as one does. As one but... does. We're talking about Randy's wanger and his short, his one stumpy his leg. One... <laughs> Not stumpy and skinny. <laughs> he didn't lose an ankle. He didn't lose. He just broke it. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't lose it. It's still there. Well, bitch, it's not a chiropractor to be able to put that shit back together. (laughs) Oh my god! She goes. I I asked her if his leg is looking more attractive now. Because remember, you guys, he has one good leg, (laughs) and his skinny leg is starting to fill out again. Okay, so it's not looking so sickly and scary. Uh, Yeah, and I told her, well, now you don't have to put that blanket over that (laughs) fucked up leg when you fuck him because you don't want look at that shit. Do not kill my vibe, okay? Please. That will just hey, end the whole night. Now it's back to normal. Now <laughs> yeah. it's back to normal. Now yes. she's like, oh, I can look at it while I'm while I'm on top right yes, now. It's cool. like a- <laughs> and here is Bubbles and Bitches. There you, guys you go. <laughs> this is not even what the episode is about. <laughs> oh my gosh. All the shit that we have to catch up on though. Yes, you know? definitely. But we just finished chatting with, oh my gosh, our favorite girl from Big Brother. She's a plus size model. Jessica Milagros. Positive beautiful she's everything she is the whole package i tell you what she's a nice person she, she genuinely nice yes i mean we already liked her i she's empathetic i was so impressed just chatting with her I know. she's a doll she's a doll she's a smart cookie she is she i can't wait to talk she's to her just again a boss bitch she yeah really is. totally and she has plans for the future she gave us a ton of shopping tips you guys are going to love She, she went gave through us, Big Brother. We oh. talked about the circle. Um, we she gave talked some to, good deets. We yeah. did. We talked about Lizzo. We talked about body positivity. Um, you know, she's been in the industry for eight years. She's mm-hmm. been a plus size model for eight years now. And she is just, she's a ray of sunshine. Yeah, she, she really is. is. She really is. We could have kept talking. It was, and her too. She's like, oh my God, we're done. Like, uh, yeah. we just could have kept going all, all day. I didn't want to take her whole Saturday up, I know. you know, because I, this is, you don't get paid for this. Yeah. You know, it just helps her. It helps us. Right. You know, right. but but it's nice when you get on a guest that, well, actually, we don't really have the luxury of like, <laughs> you know, we, we like every guest that we have on. Yes. We really do scout out our guests. Oh, definitely. It's just us. Yeah. Yeah. We, we do all the legwork. <laughs> yeah. So we're only going to put on the people that we like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. But she was an absolute doll. I'm. Just yeah. happy that you guys get to listen to her episode. You will love her to death. Yes. And without further ado, here's the interview. Thank you, guys. We love you. Have a good listen. We'll talk to you next week. And we are going to be covering Jersey next week. Yes. Ready. We are ready we are for ready. Jersey. Yes. Bye, guys. Enjoy the interview. Hello. All right. Oh, yay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry about that. I don't know what the hell it's, happened. Yeah. Yay for technology. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Can't live with 
can't live without it. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so how are you doing today? You doing good? All right, ladies. I'm doing good. I'm good. I'm I'm, I'm alive. <laughs> For real. That's, that's my gauge. Yeah, that's that's my uh, gauge. It's like, well, am I alive or am I not alive? I'm alive. It's a good day. Yeah. <laughs> it works. Well, what we're going to do is we'll just go into it, and then Darnell and I are going to record an intro for you after we end the episode, because we want to do, like, a good intro for you, okay? Oh, wonderful. Yeah, perfect. All right. So, uh, well, let's get – we can get started, and then we'll just – we'll edit this first half so we don't sound like idiots, okay? (laughs) (laughs) I I agree. That would be perfect. (laughs) <laughs> All right. So, okay, Jess. Um, well, I already call you Jess. Is that cool? Is that it? A lot of people do. I, I, I receive it. <laughs> okay, good. All right. So I, what I want to do is I want to go through your background. I want to know a snapshot of you before you got to the big brother, brother house and how you became to your badass bitch as you are today. Oh, thank you. Yeah, so do you want me to start from when I was born, or do you want me <laughs> to tell you what I was doing a couple months prior? Because we'll be on the phone for a long time. No, um... I, I know, right? I, let's let's start with what you – well, I kind of also want to know how you got into modeling also. Okay, so... yeah, so let's see. Oh, wow. So um, – as of right now, uh, I am a, a full-time model, and it, well, actually a full-time model and photographer. Uh, that's kind of how I, I make, you know, the big bucks, <laughs> so to speak. Okay. But um, but before that, I was actually an account executive at a marketing firm. So, I mean, I went, I, you know, I went to, you know, I went to college. I graduated with a bachelor's in, in marketing communications and decided that I wanted to go into um, integrative marketing. So for a, quite a bit of time, I was um, traveling across the country, working with some really great brands and doing promotions with um, with them. I drove the Hershey Kissmobile for a full year, which is kind of like the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile. Um, so yes, I did a lot of like, I read that. crazy <laughs> things. Yeah. So I've done a lot of really crazy things towards the country. I've been you know, to over, you know, 55 cities um, in the U.S. and, you know, traveled abroad and things of that nature. It's been amazing. But as working, like, in a marketing firm, especially with what I did, which was event marketing, it was all about those um, kind of like hiring the promotional models. So I was always, uh, because you have to be very personable and you were ultimately selling um a brand, an idea, you know, and you have kind of pretty to do it, you know, <laughs> so to speak. Yeah, like, yeah. You would hire really pretty promotional models. Well, think about like the Corona girls and, you know, like, you know, these, these, uh, these, uh, beer girls and, and like these beautiful people that come up to you and say, hey, do you want to try our product? It's amazing, yada, yada, yada. So that this is kind of the world I lived in for a big amount of time. Um, and I was, a plus size girl at that, but I was actually on the thinner side. So I was about like a size 12 or so Oh, um, at that okay. point in time, a, twi- a, si- a size about 12 or 14. Um, 
so what, I didn't crazy realize that that's that considered time. plus size, by the way. It, yes. Oh, definitely. Especially when 68% of the majority of women are, you know, considered plus size. The average is a size 14 and higher. So that's like 68% of the population. I mean, back then, and this was a wow. close to, I would say close to eight years, like eight years ago, I didn't know what plus size was. I just thought I was a fat girl, quite honestly. You know, I lived and I was around and surrounded by women that, um, I mean, it was really about personality and looks. And, um, and, and that, that's just the nature of the game, right? So I, that, that's just mm-hmm. who I was surrounded by. So I wasn't thinking I'm plus size and I'm average. I was thinking, wow, I'm a large going on to an extra large and soon I'm not going to be able to find anything that's going to fit me, you know? Um, and that's like a really weird place to be, you know, because I never, I mean, I was never very um, self-conscious about it because I mean, in my culture, I'm Puerto Rican, I'm, you know, Hispanic. We, we really um, learn to kind of love our curves and being curvaceous is just part of the package. You know, you go yeah. to the islands and you see, you know, very uh, vivacious, curve, curvaceous girls and um, kind of owning, you know, their bodies. Um, here in the States, it's a little different, you know? And yeah. so, although I wasn't super self-conscious about it, I did have it in the back of my mind as being one of the bigger girls in my agency, uh, you know, being, you know, kind of being a little different. And um, one day while working um, in the office, we had um, Lane Bryant come in for us to pitch uh, a campaign for them because at that point in time, they were doing their first curvy, uh, they were doing their first curvy runway. And Back then, eight years ago, that was unheard of. You know, you weren't doing, you know, runway shows with plus-size women. And this was, like, right before Ashley Graham was about to just, you know, really come into her own. You know, she was... She was the main girl for for Lane Bryant at that time, and uh, that was right when her commercial was kind of shot down for the Super Bowl, and there was controversy over that because it was it was showing too much. It was like a lingerie commercial for Lane Bryant, so we were trying to capitalize off of all of this. And and me being the point person on this campaign to pitch this campaign, which was really, I mean, I, I was picked because by default I was the only plus size woman in the office. <laughs> so now, now um, I have a not question. even knowing in, that. Now in your office though, did anybody treat you differently because you were a a plus size or no? No, no. Um there okay. was not there not in well in my in my thought process it, it definitely wasn't. I mean it, there were there were enough um other hurdles that I needed to come across, um, being that I was also just, you know, one of maybe five Hispanic women or Hispanics in general in a company oh. of 300 people. You know, I gotcha. was one wow. of like two of plus size, you know, two of the plus size people in the office. And, and probably um, I would say about a three like a a quarter of us were women and everything was very male dominated. So, you know, there were a lot of odds against me. I didn't really think that it was plus size in general. There were like a lot of things at that time that I felt, you know, 
uh, not so easy about, but, um, yeah. right. you know, so and not necessarily for the, for the size factor, because I, I, I was pretty still secure in myself. It was just, you know, at that time I was just very more so weight obsessed. Like it was more, um, I was, I was definitely on, you know, the scale a lot more than I ever have been in my life. Just, just to maintain, I was, you know, doing weight watchers. I was just trying to maintain my weight to make sure I wasn't gaining anymore, but it wasn't like I wanted to be super skinny or, you know, anything like that. It was just kind of more so like, I cannot get any bigger, you know, that was kind of more my mentality back then. Um, until like I found like Lane Bryant and I was classified as this plus size woman and I did all of the research that I needed to do to find this plus size community, which like really opened up my eyes and, um, I fell in love. I fell in love with the women, um, that were so empowered, um, you know, in trying to just take ownership of what it meant to be plus size. I fell in love with Ashley Graham and I saw her as kind of like this beacon of light because at that point in time I like I really identified with her body like it was basically me you know so these things like really opened up my eyes and little by little as I kind of started researching all of the plus size you know what plus size meant and these retailers and just all of these different types of models and the work that they were doing um I don't know, something just came over me and I said, you know what, I can, I, I want to do this too. I want to be able to, to be that representation and hopefully for someone to see me and identify with me and, and want to, to be okay with themselves as well. So that was kind of like yeah. the beginning of my journey, you know, and okay. you know, here we are <laughs> eight years later and yeah. yeah, it's been, it's been amazing. I, um, I ended up entering a model competition and won second place. And from there, I got signed to a New York agency. And I've just kind of been working ever since. And when I mean working, I mean struggling. But yeah, it wasn't all that, you know, that easy peasy. Um, but within the eight years, I, I have been very fortunate to to work with some great companies. I mean, I've I've worked with Target, I've worked with JCPenney, I've worked with Kohl's. Um, you know, I have worked with uh, Lane Bryant, Ashley Stewart. You know, a lot of um, I've I've worked with Nike. So that there's like a lot of um, things that I've done within that time frame that I'm I feel very proud to to have done and keep doing. So. Yes, that's what we're and you're still doing it. I mean, eight years now. Yeah. Yes, it's that's been it's awesome. been eight years. It's been eight years, and um, I'm definitely not even close to to reaching where I I kind of want to go. Which I mean, for me, it's the stars, and I want to be able um, to just to just represent who I am, and like I said before, have someone identify with that, and and know that that there are people that are um that identify as being positively plus size and in a very yeah. like in a very positive way and show that you can be a bigger girl and still be healthy and still be active and it was one of the reasons why I went on Big Brother and it was literally like right after I had ran um I was training and ran for a half marathon and Which I was just amazing. Kind of, 
Yeah, I was kind of going through it, man. I was, <laughs> I was going through this whole year of I want to do. Um, my mother was diagnosed with breast cancer last year in October, um, or not last year, um, but in 2018. So she was I'm diagnosed in October. Sorry to hear that. Oh, thank you. Um, I, I'm I'm really happy to say that she's cancer free right now. So we're, you know, yeah, 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 and that was. It, it was amazing, and and actually, when she got diagnosed was when I started doing five Ks for breast cancer research, and I kept on wanting to do more. And I said, you know what, I'm 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 going to train for this half marathon, and started started to train, and and kind of got myself in that mode. And I mean, I've always been um, a bigger girl. Like at that at that point in time when I started training, I was actually. Uh, an 18, almost size 20. So, you know, at that point, it was really not about like losing weight. It was just more like, I want to tone up. I want to do this for like my, my heart and my health. And I mean, there were no physical, there was nothing physically wrong with me. Like I was in great health. Um, But I just wanted to I don't know, to challenge myself and, and to be able um, to do something like that. Because, I mean, when, when you get a scare like that, especially with a relative, someone so close to you, um, yeah, your your life kind of flashes before your eyes and you say, like, what have I done? Like, what I need to do, I need to do more. And running has, wow. had kind of been my, my solace and I wanted to just challenge myself in that way. And it was challenging. <laughs> yeah. It was, yeah. Insanely yeah. challenging. <laughs> and how long did you have to train for it? Um, I was training for about six months, and I and quite honestly, I would have given myself more time. Um, I I feel like you could easily train for a year to uh to get to where you need to go, and I I guess it's very different goals for me. My goal was just to finish, you know, to not stop, yeah. and yeah. um. Uh, unfortunately for the half marathon that I was running in, it, it also was timed. So I needed to be at a specific, I needed to be at a specific time to actually finish the marathon. So it was just kind of like, you know, you had to be like under 16 minutes, which is actually really hard to do because I mean, you wow. have to take into consideration that you need to stop, you need to hydrate. I had multiple blisters. I was limping oh by the time God. I ended up like doing the finish line. Um, I think it so, took me like, 16 I, minutes to do one mile. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, it, exactly. Like you, some people can actually, I, I'm very, I'm very surprised at people that can, um, can do 16 minute walks. Like for some people have like walked the whole half marathon, like kind of sped walk. They would, they would do right. speed yeah. walking. And it was just like, wow, this is impressive because I would run and I could do like a 12 minute mile, but I could only, I could only do that for maybe three minutes and then you start to progressively slow down. And then you're like, crap, I got to pee, you know, you know, you go through all these things that you realize, like I didn't account for any of this, you know, so it was, it was a big learning experience. So and would but you this do it year, again? I'm, I'm planning on, oh, yeah, oh, definitely. I'm planning on um, on training again. I, I couldn't do it, like, after Big Brother. It, it's just been such a big transition, kind of just acclimating to normal life, everyday life, aside from work. So um, I am giving myself t- uh, 2020 to, to get back 
um, and, and actually start doing my long runs again. Cause I, I can run, I can still run like two or three miles and get a good sweat in. But I mean, it's the, it's when you pass like eight that, that it, it starts to get <laughs> really gruesome. Difficult. Yeah. Well, good for you. I mean, that's, that's awesome. And it, it's good for, for everybody that's listening to this to hear this because it just because you are a bigger in size doesn't mean that you are an, an unhealthy person. Exactly. And yes. Yeah. And so, I think what drew Brandy and myself to you from the, the from the very beginning of Big Brother, and you're just you're proving it to us all through this interview, is just how confident and positive you are about yourself, but about life in general. And you know, I mean, it, it's so commendable. Oh, thank you so much. I I try. <laughs> it's not easy. Like I never want to, you know, I never want to tell people that it's not easy because you know sometimes I wake up and I'm like, uh, at my life, you know, like what the hell? Yes. Um, and and I'm pretty yes. sure that if you watch Big Brother, you saw my facial expressions, and they were not always in in happiest of moods. You know, like oh, yeah, that house really tested me. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And so, um, let's fast forward to a couple months before Big Brother. Well. How was the, how did you even, how did you decide you want to fucking do Big Brother? <laughs> <laughs> so I've been a Big Brother fan for a very long time. I've, I've been watching the past like 10 seasons. Um, okay. Obviously it's kind of on and off because I mean, it is, it is really hard to keep up with a it's game a like Big Brother. I mean, sure. it, takes up, it, it takes up your whole life basically, unless yes. you just binge watching old episodes. But um, it. Okay, so I had just finished um, running the half marathon. I was working. Um, I was still, you know, doing my modeling thing and whatnot. And I was talking to a friend of mine, one of my best friends, who we were talking about plus size representation and how we were so upset because there's just none of it on reality TV. Not not much of it on TV in general. Like you can you can count the amount of plus size women that are actually doing it. Um, exactly. On, you know, in Hollywood, you can, you can count them on both hands and sometimes you yeah, don't even you know can. their names, but, um, and, and it was just like, this is so, I, I'm just so tired of like watching these shows and not seeing someone like me. My best friend decided, okay, I'm going to do it. I'm going to, I'm going to go on big brother. Like I'm, I'm, <laughs> She was like, I'm going to, um, I'm going to audition. I need to do a tape. Will you, will you tape it for me? And I was like, this is amazing. Yes, absolutely. I'm gonna, let's do this. You're going to get on Big Brother. I, 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 I swear to you, I was videotaping her um, in that day that I was videotaping her. We came back to my house and I was videotaping her submission. And I get a DM from casting. In, oh my God. In, in one of my DMs and they were like, hi, we're on a cast. like, um, I'm from casting and I wanted to know if you would be interested in applying oh for a God. show. Called on the day that my best, that I was videotaping my best friend to get on the show. She was like, so livid. <laughs> oh my God. She was so mad at me. <laughs> but from oh, there on it yes. was just like this was this is meant to be and it was actually really meant to be because at that point in time 
um, she was like, okay, forget it. F this. You're not where I'm not doing this because obviously they just contacted you and you're way more perfect than I am at this, you know, oh, so it's oh, your, okay. <laughs> which was great. I mean, which was it, because, well, because I, she's also a plus size woman, but you know, she, she didn't have the accolades as like, as you would say, you know, like she didn't run the half marathon. She didn't, you know, she isn't like a plus size model already, you know, like, so there are things that, that just would make it seem like it would be like a better story. Maybe, you know, maybe people would, um, would feel a little bit more drawn um, to me and my story. Because I think that, that yeah. that's one thing with Big Brother is that everybody there really does have a story. Um, they, they, they have um, experience for days and in, in what they've done or specific stories that make them them. And um, when, I, when I got asked, my, my friend was just like, oh, we're not going to do this for me. But um, as I mean, I still had to audition. I still had to do my tapes and things of that nature. But when it got down to further down the line during finals, she, um, I said, oh, my God, I made it to finals. And she's like, oh, my God, I'm pregnant. And I was pregnant while you were shooting me. So I wouldn't have been able to do this even if I tried. So this must be, this must be meant to be, you know, it, it was meant to be yeah. that, that you're going to be on this and you're going to do something great. And even if it's just one person, you're you're going to touch somebody's life and you're going to be mm-hmm. a representation, you know, of what, like, what is needed. Um, and I really hope I did that. <laughs> you did yes, do that. You, you, you fucking Absolutely. owned it. You did do that. So Thank you. you. What was your, um, first of all, give me like a couple all-time favorite Big Brother players that you like. Um, okay, so I'm going to say there, there's a few. There's a few. Um, I love Janelle. Janelle was so me, such a badass. You know, she was she badass. Is. And she's also a tall girl. And you would see her um, and compared to all the other girls. She looked very voluptuous. Like she looked curvy she and thick and just, um, and she's not really that that big <laughs> it was just no. really in comparison to the other girls like she's right. like she's still like maybe a size six if, if at most you know um but she was just you know she was a powerhouse and I loved her attitude um I did love just watching Dan as much as I probably if you were to ask me to to play with him I would say absolutely not but I, I loved to watch him um I love Wait, say Derek. the name again. Who who was Dan? The one? Uh, Dan, oh, Dan, Dan, yes. Dan Geesling, yes. yeah. So, um I I loved um I loved Eric's game. I think that that was kind of overall kind of the game that I was trying to play in a way. Um okay. but I loved how like kind of undercover he was and just, you know, played it really cool and calm and is a family guy, so I really identified with that. Um, gosh, I really loved, I mean, not as much as some people might disagree, I really did love Paul. Um, I loved I loved him as just the character that he was. Um, um, I, 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 with you 100%, I really do. I thought, I thought he should have won. And, uh, mm-hmm. you can, it's okay to go play a dirty game in there. It's a fucking game. It's about the gameplay. It's yeah. about the gameplay, yeah. you know? 
I, I, I agree. The, the thing is, is that being inside the house, you feel a little differently. I was a little, you know, I jaded. Sure. I felt yeah, I, I was I am. <laughs> But I, I can say this. Paul, yeah, Paul played, a, in, in a sense, what you would call, I don't, I don't really see it as a dirty game. Um, people, but people responded to him. People did what he said. People, you know, he was master manipulator, but he wasn't, he, he was not degrading in any way. He was not offensive in any way. He didn't attack people's personal characters in, um, I mean, in, in, you know, he had his disagreements and, and he was a very, I, I feel like abrupt character, um, in the house, but I mean, yeah, yeah that's, those, that's those are very just, true. You know, like you, know, you said, you he didn't attack anybody. He didn't attack anybody like on the personal level or about their appearances or anything about, you know, so he was just playing the game with what they were putting out. So yeah, that's a really exactly. Good exactly. So, um, so yeah, I mean, a lot, believe you, it or not, a lot of guys, a lot, I, I, I really, and, um, from very early on, Danielle, who's, um, evil, evil Dick's daughter. Evil. I, yes. I, I really enjoyed watching her. She was like a comp beast. Comp beast. I loved, I mean, it was I a comp so beast. So many, so many, um, so many <laughs> people. And and just like on a character level, like I loved I loved Rockstar just because she was so like different and quirky and just you know her own person and just I mean there's just so many different characters that now coming out of the Big Brother house and seeing them and and like I've met a few of them and you know completely starstruck and just like oh my god I I loved you on the show. <laughs> So when you when you first got into the house, how did you feel? Were you like, this is fucking happening? <laughs> yeah, it was a uh, holy crap. This is the mm -hmm. house. Then it's like, oh, my God, it looks nothing like what I thought it was going to look like. And then it goes back to like, holy crap, I'm in the house. And then, <laughs> I, and then I'm like, oh, my God, I don't know if I like you guys. Holy crap, I'm in the house. So it just kind of goes back and yeah. forth a lot of times. Yeah. And then you get scared, and then you're just like, oh, my God, but I'm here. And and then, I mean, one of the first things when I came to the house was like, give me a bed. Where am I sleeping? I mean, that was like literally <laughs> one of the first things that you think of because you're like, I don't want to be, you know, sleeping next to some random dude that I don't know because yeah, that right. was not yeah. my gameplay. <laughs> um, so, it, I mean, but it, it was really – it was surreal. Yeah, I re actually remember – being on stage and seeing um, Julie for the first time. And I was so teary eyed. Like I was, I was constantly telling myself, don't cry, don't cry, don't cry. But then um, Christy was right next to me and she was already crying. So I was just like, yes. shit, this girl yes. is crying. Yes. Why the hell is this girl crying? I am about to cry <laughs> because this girl is crying right next to me. You know, yeah. um, it, it was, it was surreal. Like I remember being in a golf cart and like, um, Annalise was like right next to me and she, her, her leg was shaking so bad. And I'm just like, oh my God. So obviously uh, people, like, I'm not the only person who has like, is completely nerve wracked, you know? Um, it was, it was a very surreal experience. It's, uh, and then of course with my experience, it was just a tad bit different because 
it wasn't just that, oh my God, I've been wanting to be on this show for years because I have not wanted to be on this show for years, quite honestly. I never thought that I could even do half of the competitions that I actually did. Um, it was more like, wow, I actually made this on, I made it on the show and I'm one of the first women that look like me to be able to do this. So that was just yeah. kind of like the monumental moment for me was just like, wow how many plus size women have been able to say that they're on the stage and they're representing and, and then, and, and then it's just became like more real to me. And I think I put a lot of pressure on myself to be that, um, the positive representation, you know? And you did real, you did really well. I mean, you lasted a long time, girl. Thank you. Yeah. I, I I don't I honestly oh wow by the grace of God I say it's just it's been crazy you know I I was targeted the first three hours and banished and I honestly um when I got bagged by that damn squirrel I like cried and was just like <laughs> I can't believe I'm like one of the first people out if I don't make it back into this house, I will never hear the end of it. And it will probably, and the excuse will probably be, of course, you know, she didn't make it. She was like the fattest girl there. You know, like I just, and that's not because I think it, it was more so right. like me putting myself in a situation where I thought others would, would have, you know, thought that way. Right. Um, and I, I think also, um, I mean, you know, you put that pressure on yourself because you, you were like, you know, like you said, one of the only plus size women to be on the show. And what also drew Brandy and myself to you is you started out wanting a female alliance, which Brandy and I talk every season. Why don't they Why? do that? Women pick each other apart yes. so much in Big Brother. It bugs. I hate it. And it was, you know what? It, it saddened me because, uh, we had a group of kick-ass women on that show. You did. To be quite honest. And they were all, in one way or another, trying to work with each other. Um, you know, yeah. so it was, it's not that it wasn't manageable. It's that, I, you know, I, I kind of look at it and I say, well, all these powerhouses, these women that were able to get shit done, like at the end of the day, there were more women I mean, even at the final three, there were more women than men. There was, we were, the women were always in the majority. There was at a point where, um, at my, during my HOH, you know, I had all the girls in my HOH room and we were drinking wine and having, we have, we're having the guys come up and get us breakfast and like, yeah. and, you know, <laughs> catering to us. And it's like, this is the perfect time for us to say, you know, screw these dudes, let's get it together. But there's just this, this idea that if you try to do it, you know, it, it's just a big old uh, target on your back. And I mean, it kind it kind of is, you know, I, I, it was one of the reasons that, that Jack said that he put me up, you know, it was um, unfortunate yeah. mm -hmm. that, you know, that yeah. Bella called me out on it. It was like, she was in such a perfect position to just play the game and do what she yeah. needed to do. And, but I mean, we did have this, like some really strong, strong females. I just wish, you know, it's like the showmances also get in the way. They get like, they get yeah. like starstruck with the boys in the house. And it's like, dude, who, there's who a cares? time and a place for that. Yeah. Who cares? After the show, after you get the money. <laughs> 
That's true. That is that is very true. I mean, I oh, I would live I would live for an episode, you know, um, a season where the girls are able to just, you know, take take it take it all the way and and have an unapologetic alliance of women. I mean, bros do it all the time. There's always I know, the bros, and it's you know, the bros alliance. And, yeah, and it's acceptable, but for some reason, the girls just uh, I don't know. They just they they just run scared, unfortunately. We, we and it was a bit. I mean, that, it was one of the reasons why I was a target for so long. I mean, a lot of the guys, um, and even I mean, unfortunately, some of the girls were telling the guys that I was going after that I was going after guys, um, yes, which wasn't we necessarily were, the case. Right. Because uh, I we had were, some I mean, girls. I had some girls on my list. So. Yeah, you were equal opportunity. But. <laughs> exactly. I was equal opportunity. Yeah. Obviously, I, I was needing to to um to align with some of the guys that I got along with. But at the end of the day, I was most loyal to my girls. Yeah. Yes, you so. were, which was good. So who who was the first person that you immediately? I mean, I mean, we know the answer, but tell <laughs> tell our listeners too. Who was the person that you immediately connected with, like your favorite person? And I know I don't want to put you on the spot, make you feel awkward, but and then who was your least favorite? <laughs> we're gonna do it. Um, gosh, yeah. So my my favorite person coming into the house was actually um, was actually Christy and then Kat. But they were they were kind of oh, like okay. neck and neck. They were kind I of neck and neck Kat. in terms. Yeah. So here's the thing. Kat came on really strong. Like when, when we started, she came on really strong because we had seen each other in castings and like you kind of, you kind of like in the beginning, like we don't know anybody, by the way. I mean, they knew each other. There are people that knew each other, obviously. But, um, but what I'm saying is that the, the casting process, they're very good at like us not interacting with each other. However, we get to kind of see who may or may not be casted through just passing and we're like, is that person going to get casted? Is that person going to get casted? And I guess yeah. Kat and I, we, we kind of saw each other and kind of noticed each other from across the room. So I'm like, this girl's definitely, you know, going to be casted. Yeah. There's no way, you know, she's gorgeous. And apparently she looked at me and thought the same thing. So when we came into the house, she was just, a ball of energy and she's like oh my god I'm so happy you like I like love you yada yada and I was like whoa girl you're so <laughs> but yeah because I'm just not that type of girl that you know that becomes like super um just I don't know it, it's super clicky I'm not yeah I'm not a super clicky clicky girl like oh my god I love you we're gonna be number ones forever and ever ever you're my bestie and like yeah. within like five minutes of meeting each other I mean I do believe in energy and I'm like oh okay like she feels good and I know this is gonna go well but not that hardcore Kat is hardcore what? I love her what and what sign um, are you? I'm a Libra Okay. I was born in October, so I'm like very. Ba- I'm a very balanced person. I I don't. You really, are. I'm I like. I don't have my highs and my lows. I kind of try to mellow. I I try to be very mellow and very understanding and balanced as much as my life doesn't let me be. You know, doesn't let me be as balanced <laughs> yeah. as I want. You know, but yeah. yeah. So I'm kind of that middle person. So I was glad a cat was in there because she really. Oh, uh, she made my she she made my experience for sure. 
Um, and then she became obviously my number one. She was definitely for a very, very long time, I mean, even until when she was um, evicted, was my um, was my number one. But I also knew she was a very free spirit and she was kind of flighty and all over the place. So as much as I loved her, um, there were a lot of things that I did not um, relay to her. And there were yeah. things that, you know, I mean, obviously, my, even like the Black Widows Alliance, uh, didn't involve her, you know, and, and right. that was for a reason, you know, um, yeah. but yeah, I, 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 she was one of the girls where I was like, that, that girl would never, would never fuck me over. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Like, our bond, our bond was good. Oh, and, and you then, said like the person that I didn't get along with, right? Yeah. Um, I, um, it was Jack on, on like at yeah. the first, at, at the first moment. Um, now I, I just go, I gotta I've gotta go into this because <laughs> yes. I know I he was he was such yeah. an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the shit that yeah. he said behind your back. The shit he said behind your back was unfucking real. Yeah. I'm like, does this guy remember he's on fucking TV? Oh. He's an idiot. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so I was very surprised actually. actually. Yeah, and I not surprised. To- but surprised, like not surprised in the fact that he said yeah. it, more surprised at the fact that he was dumb enough to say it, like in front of cameras. I mean, and not just me, but some yeah. of the things that I've seen, you know, some of the things that I've seen, I was just like, wow, are people seriously saying this, but knowing that there's cameras around? I mean, now, there, there's one way to think about it. And I mean, it's not, now, I'm, I'm not saying it's acceptable to think about it, but I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> I know. But yeah, no, I understand. Be, be a little smarter, you know. Yeah, I, well, exactly. I was going to say, like, um, when you were re- when you were rewatching the episodes and like you saw all these things that he was saying behind your back, like, what did your husband think? Wow, my um, yeah, yeah. Did you did you see your husband. husband's tweets? I know, but I just oh, okay. For the listeners. <laughs> I know. I said, because because I was like, I like his tweet. Yes, I like him. He's, he's taken them down since then, you know. He's tried to be <laughs> a little bit more, you know. He's trying to be a little nicer. It was funny because when um when we got out of the house, when we got out of the house, I I knew that there, I mean, obviously from responses and things of that nature, I was like, oh, crap, shit went down. Um. And I looked at him because he came to California to surprise me. And I told him, whatever you know, I don't care. I just want to live these next couple days until I get the hell out of here. I just wanted to live them in peace. I don't want to start arguing with anybody. I don't want to mm-hmm. have like a bad taste in my mouth from the season. I don't want, I don't want this to be how it goes down. You know what I mean? Well, it's, and again, this is like shows your character. Yeah. You know what I mean? This shows how you're sunshine. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I, I really don't, I don't like drama. And it's funny because I, for some reason, I mean, I'm, I, I feel like I am very uh, opinionated at times. Um, mm-hmm. And so I could have easily been a part of a lot of those conversations and a lot of the drama that happened in the house, but I really chose to kind of step back and, and, and let them deal with, with those situations. I mean, don't get me wrong. Had I heard half of the shit that 
any of them were saying and they were said in front of my face, it shit would have gone down, like for sure. Um, but the fact that you don't see it, 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 you play a game and you play in that house a game of like he said, she said, and it's like, can I get upset? over someone that I don't know is telling me about somebody else and you're playing a game of telephone, you don't really know either of their characters. You don't know who's playing which game. It becomes very difficult. So it's like yeah. I, I I really refuse to be the person who's going to get worked up over something that may or may not have been said. However, if, if it's literally being in my face, this is who you are and this is how I'm treating you, that would have been a very, very different scenario. So did you, know? did you in, inside the house, how was your relationship with him? Did you know that any of them said anything at all? Did you, did you hear anything or did like, how was, how, how did that happen? Like, did you, was he, it, did you and him always butt heads or? No, it was a very hot and I feel like it's a very hot and cold relationship. It, um, he, the, the, the issue with that is that, you know, some people can be very, uh, yeah, it was kind of very hot and cold. You didn't know, uh, like one of the reasons I think Jack and I never got really to, to understand each other is because he was a different person around every other person. So you got, every person got a different side of Jack. And um, I could never, like one day he will hug me, he would hug me and he would, you know, say good morning mama and all that. And then he's like a ray of sunshine. And it's like, oh my gosh, I, I really like Jack right now. He's just so sweet. And we bonded over a lot of things. I mean, you know, I'm a, um, I'm a, I'm a stepmom. I'm a stepmother and uh, he has a stepmother and we connected on like the love of a, you know, of a mother. And I mean, a lot of these things that were beyond game. Um, but at the same time, he's also a very alpha male. So he, he ran a lot of, or he tried to run a lot of things in the house. Um, yeah. And, and that really butt heads with me. And so well, I didn't, yeah. I didn't want that type of drama, but as far as, you know, the name calling and, and, and all of the other, you know, shit that, that went down, I, had I heard that it would have been a completely different situation. But the cockiness, yeah. I mean, it's, it's one of the things, it was one of the reasons why I knew he needed to go. Um, there was no way that I was able to work, work with him. Now, did you feel that, well, uh, Jax or M Mitch, Mitchie, <laughs> did you Mickey? feel that he was on this? Yeah. yeah. Did you feel that he was on the same wavelength as Jack or was he, was he really a nicer person or did he, because he, we, on the outside, some of us felt that he was pretty racist too. Um, mm -hmm. Do you feel that he was, or do you feel that uh, he was different than Jack? Um, look, I think that they're both, I mean, obviously they're, they're very different individuals, both of them with very, of much of the same alpha maleness. Yes. I think it's, it's so weird because it's at, at this point, I think it's like, who are you able to tolerate more in a situation? I mean, that's how it <laughs> yeah. was. That's how it was for me. Um, okay. it, it could have been, you know, very much of the same alpha maleness um in two different um and and they were kind of 
showing that in two different ways. And I and I always say like, well, for me, Mickey just came in a prettier package. It, he, yeah. you know, he's a Southern boy. He's very respectful, you know, with the yesers and the no mans and it, it just comes across a little bit more acceptable versus, you know, someone like Jack who, you know, just was more of a, is an East Coast boy or like a Midwestern boy kind of like says it how it is, doesn't really take into consideration any feelings or, you know, is not very proper about things, you know, so that they're just, it's two different types of delivery there. Yeah. So um, yeah. when you're in a house like that, who would you rather um, who would you, who could you tolerate more in the long yeah. run? And of course For I had sure. a, I, I had a closer relationship with Mickey. Yeah. Um, I had a closer relationship with Mickey and, um, it was because he was more proper and more accepting and whether it was real or fake, I mean, I, I don't know. He would be the only person to, to state whether it was real or fake, you know, um, yeah. and whether he was just playing the game. Uh, we all know that it worked to his benefit regardless. It, it, he, he played um, kind of a, a, smarter, uh, a smarter game, and he, he knew what he, was, what he was dealing with. So he played, he played off a lot of, um, I don't know, how, how would I say it? It's like he did. He, he played it off like he wasn't as much of a target, you know. He he just played yeah. the smarter the smarter game. He was more aware. Um, he came off as more aggressive, you know, in in a sense, you know, he especially with his competitions and how he played and sometimes how he talked, um, you know, came off a little bit of you know a little bit aggressive and you can kind of see a little bit of that quote unquote what Zingbot would say the doucheness, you know, uh, yeah. of it. Um, but. Overall, I mean, both both of them, I still, you know, wish them both the, the best. And I, I still have um, relationships with both of them in, in regard to like that, that, you know, we're not not on talking terms, you know, like, I mean, saying like we're on talking terms, you know, we still we still communicate every once in a while. And um, who, who do you um, who do you still chat with in the house pretty regularly? Um, regular, let's see, on the regular, actually quite a few. Um, I talk, yeah, yeah, I talk to Kemi almost every other day. Um, so she, like, or we, we, we're kind of like the ones that are constantly watching the show. So we watch Survivor and Love Island and like all of these things. Yeah. We have a little bit more of that, um, that banter, so to speak, or where we go, like we watch The Bachelor together, so we'll message each other, uh, you know, like what, what what episode we're on or whatever we're doing at that time. So I think that's kind of like the most um, consistent uh, in in terms of that. Um, I talk, you know, I talk to Cat. Um, I just saw Tommy and Christy last week, and I, you know, I spent the I spent the night over. We had a big sleepover, so that was really fun. Oh, how cute! How I saw, how Aww. cute is that? I saw that you were that you saw them. <laughs> yeah, we did. I I mean, I I traveled to New York a lot for work, so yeah, um, I was able to 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 get a few more days out of it and and actually hang out with 
their family. And it's really nice because in the house, we talk about our families a lot. So to come in and then like meet them and see, you know, it's almost like reading a book, right? They're telling you, oh, this is where I live. And this is, you know, my dog. And this is what I miss about my family. And then you go in and you kind of see firsthand what they were talking about and kind of put faces to whatever you were imagining in your mind. And it's very, it was actually beautiful. It was a really great experience. Um, but yeah, I love, I love those, uh, those two very, very much. They, um, they're, I mean, a lot of them are such good people. Yeah. And, and Nicole, of course. And I, I just, li- I literally had, I, I do a lot of circle, uh, I watch a lot of the circle. And then so um, Nicole and um, a guy by, na- by the name of Eric, who does reality uh, recaps, uh, they, they do watch parties. So I've been to a few of their watch parties for the circle. And, um, and I mean, I spoke to Nicole, like maybe for four hours straight the other day. So oh, it was, wow. yeah. <laughs> wow. So that is so cool. Still keep in contact. Yeah. We do still do keep in contact. At least those that, um, that, I mean, in quite honest, quite honestly, um, Tommy, Christy and Nicole were the ones that I was in the house with the most yeah. mm-hmm. out of yeah. you know, everybody else. And yeah, it was, you know, Holly and Mickey were there too, but they were together and in their own little bubble. So I don't really consider them um, in in regard to how much we shared about each other, you know, yeah. um, because at that point they were kind of they, at that at that point in the game they were kind of like the enemy and everybody was trying to take them out. Well, at least totally. that's what we thought, you know. So <laughs> yeah, so th- yeah. Th- it was within that time frame. But yeah, those those are kind of like my core. I would say if I had to do core five, but then, you know, um, the rest, they live in LA, so I don't get to see them as much. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You don't get to see the ones that live on, on the, on the West coast as much. Um, yeah. So you are a big fan of the circle and you got me into the circle. Yes. Yay. <laughs> that was that okay the first couple episodes it started off slow and then I was addicted and I yeah and I binged it I was like oh my god I'm surprised how much I actually really liked that show yeah I agree it it was so funny because a lot of people that I talked to feel the same way for the first maybe three episodes and then it kind of gets into like a better flow of things and they're not saying send every other minute you know yeah, I think it was more the editing of it because nobody wants to see winky face emoji send, happy face emoji <laughs> I know. Send. send, 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 yeah. send, and I'm like, oh my god, they need to fix this editing. Like, what is going I, on? <laughs> they do, they do. So, so for our listeners, if they haven't seen it yet, I mean, we're gonna give spoiler alerts, so you probably don't want to listen to this part if you haven't seen the end of it yet. But, um, so the circle is on Netflix, and it is. <laughs> Kind of like a Big Brother premise too, but it's done on a social media level. Yes. Yes, definitely. I um, I agree with that. So, who were your favorite players on there? Who did you like? My goodness, I liked all of them. It was ridiculous, actually. I I was surprised that I didn't have anybody that I strongly disliked. And yeah, I I, I mean, didn't either. I, yeah. It was, it was good. I mean, there was always people, it was funny because I was kind of, I don't know if they did, if it was because of the editing and if so, like props to 
to to Netflix for doing that. Um, it seemed like I was always very on par with who was leaving that day. You know, it was like, oh, yeah, this yeah. person's totally gone, and then they'd be gone. You know, it was like, oh, this is really yes. weird. Either I'm really good at this game or <laughs> they just, this editing is, like, superb because they, they definitely were, were you know, hyping us up for it. Um, and, it and it took it, place over three weeks. And you could – the person could be themselves or they could be a catfish. Yeah. So Yeah, I wish – yeah. I wish it was that what simple. What would you do? What would you do? What would you do? You know what, though? I, I wouldn't have catfished, in all honesty. Okay. Um, I, And this is me, and it's only because, like, gosh, maybe if we were in a different day and age where representation didn't matter, you know, I it would okay. I, I would totally be somebody else. But um, I'm someone that is like, well, if, if there's, if be the representation that you want to see. So there's no way that I, I could go in as a catfish and, and then have that, that stigma and give people the idea that the reason I'm a catfish is because I don't, you know, I don't want to be, um, perceived as myself because I'm not comfortable in what, you know, in how I look or not comfortable in my ability to connect with people, yada, yada, yada. If it doesn't happen, that's fine. And that, but that I feel is more of a representation on them and the other people than, than myself, you know, yes, like for, for me, sure. it's like I, I, I positively like represent who I am a hundred percent of the time. And if you don't like me, then so be it. That's your, that's your issue. But I like yeah. myself enough to know that I, like I, I feel like we need more of that representation. So I was a little, well, you know, saddened <laughs> at at some of the yeah, choices. There, there is, and I thought that like, um, you know how Shuby was really bummed out that um, what was who was his best friend in there? Seaver, um, Rebecca, the, Rebecca, the Rebecca, Rebecca. So in the end, but, but <clears throat> he really Shuby really came down hard on anybody. That was a catfish. Uh And then Uh I just thought, I just, I was like, oh man, he's going to meet Rebecca Rebecca, (laughs) and be heartbroken. And I wonder what he's going to do. I mean, you could tell he was so awkward when he met him. Yeah. I was actually very surprised that he wasn't more mad. You know, like, I mean. I was too. It was very awkward. I was expecting that meeting for all of them to be a little bit more, you know, yeah. like confrontational. Maybe everybody was like, oh, okay. And then it just kind of had yeah. this like, awkward <laughs> feeling in the room. And we're just like, okay, someone starts yeah. throwing elbows or something because I this know, is yeah. just <laughs> awkward. I thought it was, uh, well, I, I kind of, if I were in there, I would have been able to sniff Rebecca out. Real oh quick. Oh my gosh! From the beginning. From the beginning. When, when mm-hmm. Rebecca asked, when she was like, "Do you think Chris is cute?" And then Sammy yeah. was like, "Oh, he's gay." <laughs> like, I'm like right there, catfish. Like, that's a guy. Like, <laughs> that was yeah. That was, wasn't that like number one telltale sign. I'll be like, okay, that's a guy. That he's a yes. catfish. So funny. Oh, so weird. And then the I, whole, you know, his. Say that again. Oh no! I said the the whole that that whole thing was so funny to me <laughs> it was it was and I 
I really, in, in the beginning, Joey wasn't my favorite, but he really like grew on me and I loved him. Yeah, I think and, and it's so interesting is that everybody that I know and um, even with some of my Twitter followers that like we've gone back and forth on favorites, it, it seems to be the same, the same thing across the board is that is some something or the way he represented himself in the very very beginning came off very uh abrasive like just kind of too much almost and then as you know a couple episodes in it's like oh he's such a sweetie and he and he kind of calmed down and maybe maybe it was those first day those first day jitters and just because you're so excited when you're like let's go yes i'm ready yeah yeah and yeah, well i really- i know firsthand I, I watched Were some of my episodes and I'm like, Ugh. I'm <laughs> way too excited. Were you so happy that Sean came clean? Were you? Were oh my you, God. Okay. That was, that was, that gave me life. I was just like, thank mm-hmm. God. I'm so happy that she did it. Um, and mm-hmm. it's, you know, I've, I've reached out to her and I'm, I'm dying to kind of like talk to her on a one-on-one basis just to kind of compare notes and, and see how she, how she felt. I mean, it's not really the, the same exact, um, you know, it's not the same exact thing. I, I think we have very different experiences. Um, but at the same time, um, I, I appreciate that she came, she came clean and said, like, I want to represent myself. I know. Um, I don't. I I still am confused about not being herself from the beginning. You know, like I, I know that she says that people can can um can be biased and obviously can Same. can look at her and 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 feel a certain way. However, I feel like it almost did her a disjustice, like a, a you know. Saying, oh, here I am, this is the real me. And then people are like, well, she lied about that. What the hell else is she lying about? You know, I and know, then it's I know. coming yeah. off very disingenuous, you know? I, um, yeah, I kind of felt like she lived. I know. And I felt like after I was happy that she did it because I think she needed uh-huh. to. And I, I wanted her to come in as her. But mm-hmm. uh, to be honest, um, I understand 100% why she didn't do it because. Um, all those hot guys, they're not, they're, they're going to keep scrolling past her. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, they want to see that pretty face and that skinny body. And, and, and I, you know, and maybe not all men, obviously, but you know, it's when they're 25 years old, Jess, it's like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, definitely look, I, I know how that is firsthand, you know, I, and I, and I, there, there was a Twitter, you know, there, there was a, a Twitter uh, feed that I was, you know, that I had started or whatnot, a, twi- um, a tweet that I had made, you know, regarding the circle and whether or not I would have been, a, you know, a catfish had I had the chance. And look, I, again, me personally, I would never do it. But would, ha- had I been skinnier and been on, you know, Big Brother, would I have been treated differently? And I'll stick yeah. to my gut and say yes, one thousand percent. I would have been, I I would have been accepted in the beginning. Yep. I would have been accepted a lot easier. Um, yeah. Given I still I still went far. I was accepted by a lot of different people, but that 
took work. And it took work mainly because um, I, you know, I was pretty much banished the first three hours. I came back, um, proved what I said. I said, proved my worth and said, I, 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 I'm here. I deserve to be here. And then yeah. regardless of whether like I hated everybody in the house at that moment because I thought I was going to get camp director. People were telling me I was going to get this position. And so now you come into a house knowing that A, people lied to you, B, people banished you, and three, people feel that you don't deserve to be here or they, they picked you to leave because they thought you weren't going to win or that yes. they can keep on putting you up because I'm never going to win anything to be able to retaliate myself, you know, to, yeah. to, to retaliate. And those are really big things to have to come through emotionally and personally um, and and then still have to maintain friendships and alliances with these people. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So um, yeah. like coming into the house, like I understand the bias and I, and I, and I felt the bias and as much as some people, cause I've had some uh, house guests reach out and say that that was not the case. Um, you, you feel the bias, you understand the bias. Um, yeah, you know, it, if you, it, if, it, yeah, they do it, they do it and they don't even know that they're doing it. Hmm. Exactly. You know well, saying? exactly. People, and that's the bias. When they treat you right? differently, they don't even, they think that you're, they're like pulling the wool over your eyes and it, but they don't even understand what they're doing, but we get to see it on a daily, you know what I mean? It's like exactly I work with attorneys. I'm a court reporter and I get to see, I see it every day when I walk into the room. I mean, I'd like yeah. to say I don't, but I do. It's a difference. And it's yeah, a lot of people. I'm sorry for cutting you off. No. Oh, no, no, no. Go ahead. Yeah. I think, I mean, you know, I, I think a lot of people, we all have it, like myself included. I mean, like I could say like my bias against the two guys were that they were alpha males. I was able to do it. Like I was able to say, I like, or do not like these guys based just basically on the fact that they look like muscle heads. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's still a bias at my end. <laughs> you know that, I mean, so it's not when I feel like when people say bias, they automatically think that this is such a bad thing. It's like, no, well, I mean, in times it is, and um, and I say size bias or weight bias or fat bias, whatever you want to call it. Um, yeah. The idea was is that I came into the house. I'm the biggest human. And I say like the biggest human because I weighed more than absolutely every person there, including Cliff. You know, like I weighed more than Cliff. So it was like I was the biggest person there. They look at me. And automatically they say, that girl's not going to win competitions, so she's not going to be a part of my power alliance. They don't have to yeah. say it. They, yeah. they say it just by not picking me. Yes. Had I been thinner, <laughs> had I been thinner, you know, they picked, they picked sis. She was a soccer player. They picked, you know, they picked Holly. She was, you know, she's little and agile and like a dancer. Like they picked girls that were able, that they thought were able to win competitions. Um, yes. And that has totally everything to do with size. You know, mm -hmm. I couldn't, um, I couldn't be on a one-on-one -on -one with these girls and the way they were, because they were all sharing clothes. They were all sharing clothes. Like everybody there was an extra small. Like, oh my gosh. And, and it's like, well, what do I have to, uh, to compare? Like, how can I get closer to these girls? If I can't, I can't share anything with them other than a hoop 
hoop earrings. You know, yeah. I mean? it's, <laughs> you know, I could share my makeup. Yeah, I could yeah. share my makeup and I could cook for them. And I don't know what the hell, like, it, it, I had to play a, a very, very different game based on the biases that, you know, that they were holding, whether, you know, they say it or not. Like, I mean, people could say it yeah. was my game all the time. And yeah, my game wasn't spectacular all of the time or even half of the time. But, you know, um, but it was, it was also me trying to, to deal with those biases and knowing that I was in there um, and yeah. not connecting with people because they saw me as kind of lesser than. And I mean, in the, sh- in the yeah. show, I think it shows, it shows it, you know, yeah. um, there were, there were reasons why I wasn't in the room for certain things. Um, yeah. So now, um, we, you know, our, our, our queen Lizzo, right? I want to talk about ah, her. I, I love her. I, know. <laughs> <laughs> I reached out to you because I, I don't know why, but something just said, you know what? DM Jessica and bring up this Lizzo and Jillian Michaels thing because I know I just felt that you were probably heated up about it or you had a lot of shit to say about it too. Oh, girl. It's, yes. Uh, <laughs> I don't understand. I will never understand how somebody just can assert their opinion like that. It's like nobody asked you. And by the way, have you seen Liz on stage? Lizzo on stage? Because she fucking kills it. She's in shape, okay? Yeah. I, <laughs> there's so many, um, I don't know, there's so many things wrong with everything that Jillian Michaels does, in my opinion. Um, but she comes from this mentality, right? I mean, this is, and again, this, uh, this is a lot to do with how personal trainers think at times. Um, not all mm-hmm. of them, because my husband's a personal trainer, and he loves my fat ass. He loves it. He, mm-hmm. like, he loves everything about <laughs> it. You know? So it's, it's amazing to kind of, so I won't generalize all personal trainers, but when you're looking at someone yeah. like Jillian Michaels, who is, uh, who makes her money off of this, who's been on so many seasons of The Biggest Loser and whose life is about um, making people lose weight. Um, yeah. And quite honestly, in very drastic conditions, very, very, very yeah. drastic. Um, yeah. I have a friend who was on The Biggest Loser, um, oh. lost the weight has gained all of it back. You know, like uh, there there are there are statistics of how these shows like do not work. Like some of some of this um she works specifically on just like, you know, the exercise pressure and the losing weight, but there's but she doesn't work on the mental component of it, right? She doesn't Yeah. um and she doesn't even think about um, really what the health hazards are because I, I find it very contradictory that she would say something like that about Lizzo, but then yet her, her friend, Bob Harper, who's been a trainer since forever and a day, had a heart attack at the gym. How does that yeah. happen? You know what I mean? It, it goes uh, yeah. to show that, well, that he could be in the best physical shape of his life and he still almost literally dropped dead had it not been that there were that that there were uh, doctors at the gym to, to, to resuscitate him. Yeah. And, but, but does she talk about that? Does she need to say, Oh, Bob Harper needs, he needs to do a, a few more miles on the treadmill so that he doesn't have a heart attack. Have a heart attack? Yeah. 
It's, well, it's, it's, a, doesn't that sound ridiculous? Yeah. And she's totally missing the point with Lizzo. The, yeah. Lizzo is, is helping pave the way again to break those barriers. That's what makes Lizzo so special. Yeah. She is non-apologetic and doesn't give a shit. She's like, this is who I am. I love myself. She's confident. Mm -hmm. I mean, she owns it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I agree a thousand percent. And here's the thing. I, I'm honestly a little tired of hearing the same, um, the same thing over and over from these uh, at shamers that are saying, oh, yeah. your health, your health, your health. Because really, the last time I checked, nobody really gave two fucks about my health. Quite honestly, I know. you're not paying for my health insurance. You're not, like, are you really? Do you really care about my health? Yeah. Because, like, it's yeah. the same thing. Like, are you going into these clinics and talking to the girls who are, like, who are bulimic, who are anorexic, who are literally dying of, you know, of organ failure because they're not nourishing themselves? Because that's also yeah. a big issue. We are I not know. promoting obesity. What I, I I don't see it as promoting obesity. I I purely think that it's about promoting loving yourself at any size and working on yourself no matter where you're at. Like that yes. could be that yes. you are 300 pounds and completely healthy or that you're 140 pounds and you have diabetes and you need to, you know, work on some things or vice versa. You know what I mean? It's... Mm -hmm. It's it's really about accepting who you are now in order to move on and and be the person you want to be because we're not ever one hundred percent okay with where we're at at the moment. That's, exactly, that's always we're it's always a work in progress. And and you hit on a on something that is really important too about Jillian Michaels is and, and you know trainers trainers as a whole too. When, when you're talking to somebody that has an eating addiction, it's in our brain. If mm -hmm. we, it'd be like it's, it, it literally is, you know, it's something that we have to conquer inside of ourselves and our thought process in order to get past that barrier, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I and agree. I think yo-yo dieting is horrible for you, horrible for your yes. mental health. Yes. Um, it's I horrible think for your of, hormones. It's, mm -hmm. it's bad oh, for your definitely. hormones. I mean, yeah. Um, and I think as well that, like, I mean, let's let's get real. She's not going to say anything other than because if she says she's perfect the way she is, then she's out of a job. Let's get real. I know. Yeah. You know? Yeah. If she was to Maybe, tell yeah. anybody that they didn't need to lose weight, what the hell are we hiring her for? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Quite honestly. I know. Nobody, and I just, yeah. Diet culture it, is real. <laughs> it is. I know. I know. And what a, you know, what a time to be alive because I feel like the past, I don't know, let's say five years shopping as a plus size girl, I have so many more options now and yeah. I'm just so happy. I get to, you know, I feel cute when I put on a new outfit or I match up something that you know, looks good together. And I can shop almost anywhere anybody else can shop now. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. Like the it way is, it is. It's so, it's so great. Um, 
I mean, at the same at the same time, like they, people are realizing that, you know, that um, it makes more sense to cater to the plus size, you know, to the plus size woman. It's it's actually a little ridiculous for those uh, companies that don't. But I I think what's most important is for for plus size women to understand who's actually being genuine about it. You know what I mean? And who's not just jumping yeah. on the bandwagon because because there are yeah. those. Um, amazing, amazing brands that are specifically catered to like the bigger, fuller woman, and that like literally cares about how that woman looks, how that woman feels, like the mm-hmm. styles that are, you know, because some people can just say, okay, we're just gonna make, you know, this outfit for a zero. We're just gonna size it up. We're just gonna size it up to a twenty, and and whatever. But there are other companies that like higher plus size fit models to make sure that the fit's perfect, that it doesn't look, you know, um, antiquated and it's not like motherly, but actually fashion, you know, fashion forward and um, companies that are, um, that are investing in advertising to, to showcase, you know, to, to these women, places like Kia and Co that, you know, that have subscription boxes for, you know, to style these women that don't yeah. know that these are available to them. I mean, it's it's amazing how far we've gone in, in I, such a short amount of years. Yes, in short amount of time, it really, it, it has, it has really leaps and bounds. I mean, in the past three years even, but, um, and it's, it's just a big market. And I always, I would love to dress plus size women, you know, because I feel like a lot of us don't put together outfits correctly, or we just get something big, like the right area, you know, because for the longest time, it wasn't available. Like she was saying, you would just get something that would fit a size zero and they just sized it up. They didn't, you know, hug the right areas or make this part comfortable or, you know, make this part flattering. Like it's, it's new. Exactly. And one of the things is, is that with, with plus size women in general, I think the challenge becomes is that each woman is so different in, in regards to shape. Like if you have like a size zero or a size two or even a size four, some of those shapes are still like you, you get into a two and more than likely everything's going to fit. There's nothing that's gaping or, you know, the shoulders aren't broader or anything. You know what I mean? There's not a lot of differences in shape. Once you get to like a size 10, everything goes, you know, everything yep. becomes different. A girl can have broader yeah. shoulders, smaller boobs, thinner waist, bigger butt, you know, bigger thighs. Like, and, and then there's like maybe 12 different body types for the same size, 14, 16, 18, 20, you know, they carry it. We all carry our weight differently. And, and that's yeah. the, that's the challenge with, with plus size clothing. And it's why yeah. it's become so important now for some of these brands, especially myself as a model um, for, for these brands to have fit models that, you know, that go, I have a few friends that are fit models, uh, size 18. There's one that's a, a size 26, who's currently, um, she's currently doing fit modeling for universal standard um, to make sure oh, wow. that, you know, that these, that, that something that fits a size eight fits a size 
26 properly because it's not the same yes. thing. It's just not. Yeah. At that point, it isn't. The, yeah, at that point, things just, uh, it, you know, carry differently. So, yeah. And, and it's so important. That's why it's so important for these, um, for people or for women to really invest in, in these brands that are doing things right so that they can keep on hiring, you know, the team to make better clothing, you know, and opportunities yeah. for them and not for just, sure. you know, go with your, I don't know, H&M Plus or something that only yeah. goes to like a 2 or a 3X, you know? What are what are some of the real quickly? I know I don't want to keep you forever, but I could talk to you forever. What are what I could talk to you, lady, forever. <laughs> <laughs> what are some of your favorite places to shop for our plus size girls? What do you What do you like right now? Oh my gosh, so so many. There are so many. Um, quite honestly, I um, let's see. So it, it depends on whether you're going kind of like for a higher end or if you're going for, you know, kind of like middle to lower end. I personally yeah. love, um, I personally love a fashion figure, which is now, I believe, a New York and company owned brand. Um, what so is, what they, is it called again? It's called fashion, fashion to figure. Oh, yeah, okay. it's called Fashion I to haven't Figure. Shot there yet. Fashion to Figure. Oh my gosh! Well, you oh, totally wow. should. There are definitely some stores that are in, um, that are in the malls currently, and then of course you can um, shop online. So it's a Fashion to Figure, and then um, there's a company, um, a relatively newer company called Red Dolls. They're 100% size inclusive there they go from I believe a zero to a 32 that's more kind of on the the same end as uh something like a like a fashion nova type um oh okay okay yeah so they, they have red really dolls. really cute you red yeah red dolls like rebels okay. but red dolls and they're they're amazing um, I, I don't want to give you the same as like the Lane Bryant's and the Torrids of the world, because obviously those are always going to be there and those are great options as well. Um, yeah. you know, I'm just trying to think of newer, you know, newer things, something different. If you're going for a little bit more of a, like a fashion statement than ASOS, but that's all online because it's a UK brand. So, uh, ASOS, uh, ASOS Curves. So ASOS, so they okay. are great. That is online. Um, that is online only. They do not have any um, stores, I believe. I don't believe so. Eloquy, which is um, is great for very stylish pieces. I mean, I don't know if you remember Eloquy from back. Oh gosh, I want to say back yes. in the day. I want to say like seven years ago. It used to be a part of the limited. The limited it was like their limited plus size area and then it broke away from the limited and then became an online only store and then now has stores inside uh, like in the u.s um limited oh, okay. but you have them eloquy is amazing gosh i can i could actually i wow so many <laughs> i know i i actually so i do shop at eloquy um I, god i shop at so many places but you gave me I have never been to Fashion of Figure or Red Doll or ASOS. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Then definitely, I uh, definitely do. And those are just for, 
you know, those, I mean, I'm looking into more. Um, so I used to have a, a collaboration with JCPenney on swimsuits. And so, like, I'm a swimsuit snob. Like, mm-hmm. seriously, a swimsuit snob. And then, so <laughs> I'm kind of so what are you, different. What do you love for mm-hmm. your swimsuits? J.C. Penny. <laughs> uh, no, no, believe it or not. Well, J.C. Penny, when my stuff was there, <laughs> I'm a little biased. Uh, yeah. Um. Right. Right now, I am loving um swimsuits for all, and I think that they quickly become one of my favorites, mainly because they have a few collections out. Uh, they have. Right now, their Ashley Graham swimsuit collection just came out. I got a couple of pieces in. I'm excited to try them on because I'm going on vacation in the next few weeks. So I'm really excited. Oh, but, um, yeah, I like they, they're also size inclusive. So they go from a zero, I believe, I believe they're, they go from a zero to a 32 as well. So, um, their bathing suits are amazing. But Ashley Graham's collection is, I mean, they're just so, I don't know, they're just so fashion, I feel like fashion forward, they're very, um, you know, my biggest issue with with swimsuits is that they feel that with plus size women, they have to be in tankinis, and they're very reserved, you know, in a sense, Um, and I understand Some women don't like to show all of them. You know, they they don't like to be in a G-string bikini. I get it. Um, I just like a brand that can give you a little bit of everything. And I think that that lines you up with sort of options because you can get yourself a string bikini if you wanted to and have it in a size, you know, 18, 20, 24, uh, 26, 30. I mean, if you wanted it. Or you can be in a tankini, or you can be in a one-piece monokini, or like their their yes. styles are so pretty. Um, I'm I'm all about being modest, but at the same time have still that that style That's- and anything that holds the girls because my boobs are mm-hmm. pretty big. So yes, <laughs> <laughs> mine are too, sister. So before uh, before we let you go, I just wanna I just wanna know tell tell us what you're doing. Wanted to do a future, and what are your future plans? And and we'll send you on your way, but you have to come back. <laughs> you oh my God, definitely, back. whenever, whenever. I know it's it's been such a blast. I can't believe that it's already been time to to, to say goodbye. Um, I know. <laughs> it's been like, oh, well, I don't want to waste like your whole just, Saturday. <laughs> I feel like I like I feel like I just got on the phone with you, ladies. So it's I, know, I know, I know. <laughs> Um, yeah, so, you know, I'm kind of going through a transition of sorts, which is exciting and, and very scary all at the same time. So I'm doing, I'm still, you know, modeling. I, I do a lot of, um, I'm modeling for a lot of different brands. So it, more, more than most, you sometimes don't even notice it's me because it's like from my waist down or from my, or from my chin down or I don't know. <laughs> it's always so different. It depends on where you see me. You'd be like, wait, is that Jessica's butt? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's really weird. No. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, aside from the modeling, I'm definitely working on some projects. Uh, 
Oh, let's see. Um, I have, well, I have a model workshop coming up actually tomorrow, which is really exciting in Chicago. So I'm, I work with a, a lot of aspiring and new models that have just gotten signed to kind of get them on the right path, uh, you know, to, to wherever they want to go within their modeling career. But, um, and so I've been mentoring uh, girls for quite some time who want to be plus size models or actually regular size models, those that want to get into the industry, things of that nature. Um, oh, that's awesome. And, you know, I, I do uh, I do a lot of photography, so I do headshots and just getting girls' portfolios together, things of that nature. But I'm also working um, cross fingers on a, a confidence conference. So, like, I definitely want to be a little bit more inclusive and not just to be size inclusive, but just all over um confidence so like these are things that i i'm like looking forward to in the future is just really creating um hopefully a, a, a tour where um where i could have different um different speakers different engagers like to to talk about um their level of confidence where where it got them today and where it will get them in the future and um and how to create that inner dialogue with yourself and and i think that that goes beyond size it goes beyond race and gender and all of that because i want to be very very inclusive with that but um just kind of teaching others to authentically live their best life and and overcome you know whatever fe fears and and self-doubt that they may have because i think that that's yeah, really I important love that. that's, that's really that's really that's important so you're awesome. you're just you're 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 going deep. You're going making sure that they're confident on all levels. Like yeah. you want to inside and out. inside and out. Definitely. And I like I've always been about uh, that's one hundred percent my stick. Like <clears throat> even in, in the house, um, I wanted to be one hundred percent myself. And I know it's a game. And in in cases like I like there were some situations where I needed to to remind myself this is a game. And you know, but. At the same time, you understand those biases, and when you are not a part of the majority, it really breaks you down in a sense. Um, and that could be either from your own negative self-talk or from mm -hmm. others that are, are instilling that in your mind. And I think that it's important for for people to know the difference and, yeah. and to and to work on that um, to to help them just grow in in their own personal lives and in their careers and whatever they want to do because it's not just mm -hmm. plus size women that follow me you know we i have i have teenagers i have i have you know gay straight men women of all shapes and sizes that follow me oh wow and if i can inspire and if i can inspire them like i don't want to limit it to just you know plus size models you know like i want to be able um, I wanted to be able to touch those that that want to do good in the world and want and want to be a good representation of just who they are in general. Mm -hmm. Wow, that is yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. You've got you so got. Lot of on, <laughs> yeah, I don't know how this is all going to happen. I literally this is yeah. actually this is a. Uh, this is a Bubbles and Bitches exclusive, so it's a this I just threw it out in the universe, so there you go. That I mean, it's it's been something that I am definitely working on, and I just need to put a date and a timestamp and and get it kind of the ball rolling. But that's my 2020 goal, my major 2020 goal. Well, I and of course it. my marathon, and 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 of course still like train for my half marathon because like I definitely want to be able to finish in a <laughs> in a, a shorter distance. Yeah.
I so still can't believe you, you run marathons. <laughs> you run half marathons. Well, run, but, marathons, but, marathons, plural. <laughs> The plural yeah. of marathons is a lot. I mean, one marathon, <laughs> one one half marathon, but you know, a few five k's, maybe a ten k here or there. But just you know, it's I still don't consider myself a runner. So because uh, I actually, I actually hate it. I don't like running, which is funny. So, but but it's it's given me a lot of. Um, I don't know. It, it it gives you this sense of accomplishment, and honestly, there is what they call like that runner's high. You do you do actually kind of feel it after a good run, as much as you, you know, sometimes hate yeah. to even. You know, it it's it's definitely motivated me to to take next steps to to certain paths in my career. Obviously, well, and it didn't scare you away from doing it again, so that's good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's at this one I will definitely uh, practice or or train for for a lot longer just to make sense. Like uh, I was actually, who was it? Um, David from Big Brother, the first, um, un- unfortunately, the first casualty of the show. He was like, yeah. let me know because he's about to run a half marathon in LA. And he's just like, oh. let me know. Let's do this. Like, And I was just like, oh, okay. Oh. Good. So who knows? That's Maybe great. in the future. Yeah, I could yeah. I can run I can run with him or with whoever else, you know, decides that they'd they'd like to run. So Yeah. That's really cool. Well, I just wanna, you know, Darnell and I just we love you girl. We we do. And we oh, really appreciate you you taking the time out of your yes. busy schedule to talk to us. Thank we you we so like much. you bunches. Oh, thank you so much. I love you guys. Yeah, thank you so No, thank you so much. Thank you for all the support. I mean, it means so much to know that that there are people that that can resonate with just my journey and yes. um, and support me and understand that that yeah, that I I did this for, you know, for a specific reason and I'm I'm excited. I I I love the you know, I, I love everything that was Big Brother and what it did for me, um, and what it continues to do. So I'm I'm yeah. looking forward to 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 the future. Who knows? Like I I may even pop back up in your TV at some point in time. That would be nice. Yes, yes. <laughs> well, you have I, to I come can back redeem on myself. Again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's, yeah, there's a lot of. You know, Hey, I'm I'm one crazy bitch. Like I like okay. they can call me tomorrow. They can call me tomorrow and they'll be like, Hey, do you wanna do this? And I'll be like, Sure and my husband will be like, sure. What the hell did you get yourself into? Like that was horrible. You should have said no. And I just because I'm that spontaneous. Like yeah. There's there's people that contact me all the time. They're like, Hey, you wanna get on um I don't know, a plane tomorrow and do something, you know, crazy and I'm like, Sure You know, I'm just sure. gonna <laughs> Well, thank you very much. Enjoy the rest of your Saturday and have a good day tomorrow with your with your um, activity that you're doing, okay? Thank you so much, ladies. It was such a pleasure. Please keep in contact. Yes, I love you. you. And you, I know. We love, love you, you so much. And you've got to come back. Please. Okay? Thank well, any, any time. Okay. All right, good. We love you. We'll talk to you later. Thank you very much. Okay, bye, ladies. Have a good one. <laughs> You too. Bye-bye. Bye.